All right, and welcome to the Dads of Adventure podcast. I have Dion here with me, and uh, we have met. Um, we'll talk about how we met in just a moment here, um, but uh, you know, just we are having a special set of uh, podcasts and YouTube videos here um, for the Father's Day Extravaganza, uh, which celebrate you know, two, and we're calling it the sequel because it's uh, the second time we're doing it, but it's for two years of um, Dads of Adventure, and it got started right around Father's Day timeframe, and uh, we also just, you know, we're all about dads having positive experiences in life, um, adventures with their family, and Disney adventures with their family, um, so, you know, what better time than to celebrate that than Father's Day. Um, so um, you can find Dads of Adventure on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, mainly, mainly on Instagram, and then also now on Clubhouse, which I'll talk a little bit more about that in a special episode. But um, And um, you can also find us at dadsofadventure.com. And if you're listening to this, you can also find it in video format on the Dreams Magic Adventure YouTube channel, just all one word. And if you're uh, watching this on the Dreams Magic Adventure channel. Thank you. And then you can also find it in podcast formats on your favorite podcast app, except for I found out Google Podcasts, which I will fix um, in short time here. But um, without further ado, I'll um, let um, take it from here and uh, just tell us a little bit about who he, who he is and um, where you can find him as well. Awesome. Thanks, Scott, uh, for uh, asked me to do this, and this is pretty cool. Uh, my name is Dion, and I'm 38 years old. I've been married to my wife for 17 years. This just seems crazy. Yeah, we got married at 21, uh, so we were we learned how to be adults together. Yes. <laughs> um, and I have two children, two boys, uh, 15 and 13, and we are a Disney enthusiast family, uh, more specifically Disney World. Um, when it comes to our Disney love, we love the Disney products, but Disney World is what has our, our attention as Disney fans uh, and Marvel Star Wars, that whole package. But gotcha. uh, and <laughs> all extending yeah. universes, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and I am uh, full time, what I do for a full time career, I work with Fellowship Christian Athletes, FCA where I work with coaches and athletes, primarily in the public school setting, but also in private schools, doing a lot of character development uh, with the coaches and with the athletes. And for those who have a Christian belief or background, I help encourage them to, to live out their, their faith, live their, their Christianity um, in school, develop clubs, um, anything that sort of use, use their sport as a platform to uh, share their faith. Uh, for those who want to um, to do that. So I encourage, I empower, and lift. Um, I'm a very positive person, people person. So that's what I get to do full-time. Also pastor a church um, called Bowie City Church. I'm in Bowie, Maryland. And I've been doing that for six years, be seven years in January. Uh, so that's that's me in a nutshell. I love sports from the Maryland area. So I love all, all the D.C., Maryland, Virginia sports. I'm a homer for sure. So I root for all the home teams here. And uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to answer some questions and connect with some other light man at Disney dads for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to start about how um, we kind of came together and met um, and a very Disney story there too. Um, so if you've ever watched Be Our Chef on Disney Plus, um, I started following some of the families that um, that were part of that show, um, which is awesome. Highly recommend it. Um, and there was the and uh, the Platt family um, um, introduced me to you. They were just like, "We well, all need to meet because you all are both you know big big Disney fans and." Um, I think mm -hmm. your comment was, did we just become best friends? And I, I yeah, <laughs> as we've gotten to talking here, I think that that's definitely true. Um, yeah. So much Disney to share together and down similar, there's lots of different Disney paths. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, we've had one conversation and we didn't really want it to end. So this is a good place for us to continue the, our conversation that we started. So um, yeah. but I wanted to thank him for being 
one of the first people to join a conversation in the Disney Dads Club on Clubhouse, which again, we'll talk a little bit more about, but it's out there for everybody else to join so we can all have conversations as Disney, positive Disney Dads um, is what we're going for there. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where we'll start, which is big, and then um, we'll go from there. Um, and just uh, to get set, kind of set the context here, uh, the last couple of interviews that people have heard from this week have been um, a little bit more with uh, folks that are local um, to Disney. Um, the two folks that I talked to, I think, are like half an hour or less away. Right. I'm a little bit farther away, about an hour and 15 minutes, which is still you know close. And um, I call it the feel like the weekendable or possibly right. at the end of the day if I can make you know, if the park is open late um, type situation, but, um, but I guess start with that and tell them like what your perspective is, like kind of what your frequency is to Disney. Cause I think that's important for people to, that are listening that may not be in the area to, um, to have that context and to have someone they can also commiserate, not commiserate. I, I'm not thinking of the right word, but identify with, um, right. on, uh, you know, that, that side of things and making bigger, longer trips, um, to Disney, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah, we are, um, we're in Maryland, born and raised in Maryland. And we currently, my family, we go to Disney, um, at least once a year. Well, we, at least we try at least once a year. Sometimes it's 18 months, but at least once a year it is part of our rhythm of our family. We set it in our budget to do it. We are not, uh, as you heard, my occupation and my wife, she's a teacher, so we don't have high extreme paying jobs where we can just go and we don't just charge it and just forget about it later. Yeah. It's uh, planned into our, our family rhythm of vacations. Uh, we go more often now with our kids being older. My wife and I took our first solo trip without the children since our honeymoon. We went to Disney on our honeymoon, Disney World. And so that was cool. So now we're like, okay, we got to add that to our our trips where we go with the kids and then one without the kids shorter trip without the kids but yeah um so we go since i since my first trip when i was a boy a kid i've gone every year since 1994 um i may have missed the year or so but at least every year to 18 months i've gone and it's been the vacation that's where we look forward to so we don't uh, we're not frequent visitors in that form but uh, thanks to the internet and YouTube, we feel like we get our Disney fix and podcasts and things of that sort. So we feel like we're there more often, but we actually get down to Walt Disney World about once a year. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, that, that was really fun for me um, to watch. Um, yeah, I've shown somebody else this too, that um, even being able to get to the parks, it's fun to watch other people's trips. And I still get a little jealous of like um, being there and the fun, you know, that people are having. Um, but I really like, I enjoy people having fun and mm -hmm. just um, having fun, you know, enjoying their, their trips. I think I said enjoy like 15 times there, but um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I noticed about like your feed about your rent recent trip that, that you did is just like, um, you know, I, I have a lot of dad shirts, Disney dad shirts here. Um, I'm wearing one now. It's very subtle, but uh, yeah, I saw stormtroopers. Storm yeah. Yeah. There. And, uh, um, there's a Mandalorian one too. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, um, but you were just rocking all of the, um, you know, all of the, uh, clothing you know, I, and, unashamedly too and I appreciated that because that's sometimes you know sometimes I look at my wardrobe and I'm like okay we're not going to Disney what am I going <laughs> to pack or you know a different vacation or something yes yeah, a trip right. um, I'm like okay here's my Disney stack and um here's uh so um yeah and there was one that was really cool where you were like on Main Street and had like the glowing aliens um yeah with the backdrop of um I think another Toy Story context type shirt so. yeah yeah, I'm all in. I, I uh, like how people go all in when they go to like Comic Con. Like that's me at Disney, and I don't care if my kids are like, "Dad, come on!" Like I'm like I'm wearing all my pins, 
I'm wearing the necklace, I'm wearing the hat, uh, the t-shirts, the book bag, the sling bag. Like, I bring my alien popcorn bucket with me. I almost bought a uh, Millennium Falcon one. My wife's like, you don't need another popcorn bucket. I'm like, who does? But uh, I didn't bring it because we couldn't get in the luggage. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm full on. And the people who know me back here in Maryland, they also know like, that is just a stone's throw away for me to interject some Walt Disney World trip trivia facts. Did you know last vacation? Like it's it's right there. That's that's uh it's just part of me. It's part of my yeah. childhood, and uh, I don't, I'm unashamed about it. I, I haven't gotten a tattoo route yet. I haven't got a tattoo of a Disney character or anything, but I'm, I'm full in. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that. I'm not sure if I I will because it. it I would be the person that as soon as I get something like that, then <laughs> they're all of a sudden, it's like, I, I will find I don't like it or, you know, whatever. Oh, it, I think it's it would be like, them. you know, when chicken little came out of it, you know, it, you're like, I got my chicken little tattoo. And then that's no one likes chicken. <laughs> I mean, some people do. I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody who likes chicken little, but or, right. um, it just may not have been as popular with everybody else there. But um the uh yeah and i i wish i, I i'm not saying you, you made a mistake in not getting it but it's the millennium falcon bucket i have always wondered when i see that thing how does the popcorn go yeah. in and how do you actually get access it once it's in there i, have I looked at it that it, are hard it is, to access like popcorn it buckets. it's not wide and like you have to slide your hand in it's more of like a pour out kind of like okay. I really wouldn't bring it to the park to put more popcorn in it. It would just hang in my garage gotcha. as like, look at that cool popcorn bucket. Um, yes. My wife's like, you don't need enough. I have three of them. She's yeah. like, you don't need another one. I'm like, oh, I know, but still, I, it's cool. I may not mention how many we have then. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those things that like every, um, there are some times when like, um, like you need, you realize when you're bringing your popcorn bucket back to the parks that it's a few generations away. Um, mm -hmm. I remember um, uh, we went to, we got a bucket like when we were on the cruise line one time and um, I couldn't tell like when we were on the cruise line if that was like a bucket that hadn't come out yet or if it was an older one i think it was a very old one because when we got to the parks they're like yeah i don't know if we actually sell you know sell these um right. and uh every christmas they managed to come out with one it's like a Pluto. last year pluto had a, a green sweater and then this year i don't know if they painted the buckets or got new ones <laughs> but now he has a red sweater so i mean that's a different you know, I, we, right. have, we don't have two <laughs> different we didn't we didn't go for that one but um we might have gotten other other ones, especially the Christmas yeah. ones. I think we fall for there. Yeah, yeah we us too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I guess tell us um, one of the things you mentioned was like having some time where you just did things. Um, you mentioned you know kind of you all were right at that point where you could. Um, uh you have the kids go to one park and you go to the other and you all enjoy so tell me what what that's like i mean i know you already you already told me a little bit about that um but i think you know some of the dads with kids and things like that um younger kids are like i look forward to that day so tell us what that's yeah. like, that's like a little bit and yeah that, this is our first trip doing that uh 2019 we went my wife and i went by ourselves to Disney for four days. That was cool, but it's the first time on a family trip that the kids, our 15-year-old, 13-year-old, wanted to stay longer at Hollywood Studios. My wife and I were more so done and wanted to go to Epcot. And, uh, and we already kind of talked about this before because the kids, we, we, are, we, we are about 10 minutes from Six Flags and so Six Flags here in Maryland. So we, we have dropped the kids off with their friends to go to Six Flags. And we're like, hey, we'll be back in a couple hours or whatever it may be. So we already got used to that. So this was the first time where we, you know, it's like, well, we're going Skyliner and we're going to go over to Epcot. And if you guys want to join us, 
dinners at this time. If you don't, you can go back to Saratoga, you know how to get on the bus and know all that. And uh, it was it was freeing. Like it was um, it was a slower pace. You know, our kids are definitely want to. You know, for when they're little, we set the pace and rhythm, and they just kind of go with it. But now, when they're very like cognitive of what's going on at Disney and and the fast passes and the time waits and like mapping out stuff, a lot of times they are setting the pace, and my wife and I are just trying to keep up with them. Uh, this allowed them to keep at that pace, and allowed my wife and I to just more so stroll through Epcot, which my kids don't even, Epcot's kind of like, okay, we did it, but we don't want to go back, where we would like to go in and out. <laughs> We've never gone in and out. Of the billions. We've never like read the signs that are like, oh, this is about this fact about, about France or we just never done that because the kids are like, okay, we want to go. Um, so it just allowed the, the pace of the trip to go slower. And my, I say my wife did a really good job. I was not worried, but I thought that like, hey, have the boys called you yet? Hey, have they texted you yet? So that like her mind would be on them and not in the moment of like, they're not here. But she totally embraced it. She was like, She's like, man, if, if the boys were here, they would have been da 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 But we were able to do the food and wine, not the food and wine, the flower and garden, mm -hmm. and go to different booths and try the different foods there and not be, uh, like, worried about the pace of, the, of that. So that was, it was refreshing, and the kids also enjoyed it, too. So they were, like, telling us what they got to see and do without us, uh, and they didn't fight. That was a, not fight but you know bicker mm -hmm. uh and they got along so we ended up doing it uh another time on our trip where the kids wanted to go back to the pool and my wife and I weren't ready to go back so they hopped on the bus and went back to the pool um, and it was just good it was a, just a another like step in our Disney journey as Disney parents and Disney dads and say, my kids love Disney just as much as I do. They're able to enjoy it on their own pace. Something I wish I was able to do when I was a kid. Like, you know, go, oh, mom and dad, go, we're gonna have the park to ourselves. My, my parents were on that. They're like, no way. But uh, it's freeing now. They have phones, we're texting them away. I can track them, they can track us. So yeah, it was freeing. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, technology, uh, technology has enabled a little bit more uh, and, uh, and everything as well. Um, yeah, so uh, it'll, it'll get there eventually. Like right now, um, I'm working on like allowing my kids to go to the bathroom by themselves. Yeah, by themselves. So they, they can <laughs> uh, do that. So, but uh but we'll get there. And all right, so uh, we may be having some technical difficulties here, but we're going to go go on and continue our conversations here. Um, so I'll skip on to another topic here that I think was uh, fun and uh, other people can identify with, which was um, like we. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were talking about um, at one point um, that you are watching some of the uh, the specials um, where family families on the shows would go to Disney. Yes, when I was a kid, and uh, always wanted to go when, we were, when I was a kid, and. Um, I remember my dad going to Disneyland on a business trip. He worked for the federal government. And my dad's not a big Disney guy at all. Um, my mom's more so who got us really to love Disney. Um, and so we were all upset. Not upset, but, you know, a little, like, bothered that my dad gets to go to Disneyland and he doesn't even like Disney. And and so um, we watched, you know, we would, we would ask for that to, like, you can – 
call the, the phone number and get the VHS tape sent to your house with the oh, brochure. Wow. We watched that thing over and over and over. Uh, and then the Disney Channel was brand new, and we we just watched, we watched everything Disney, and we watched the the, the World of Color that came on on, sun, on Sunday nights, the Disney movie uh, stuff that came on on ABC, and we finally booked a family vacation, and uh, I was twelve years old, and it was like it was starting at all. That was yeah. once we, <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I was twelve, my first trip to Disney World. It's my first plane ride. Uh, it was really cool. It was my first, um, my first, like, hotel experience. I had never stayed in the hotel. Well, I'll take it back. Maybe I did. I just don't remember. Like, it's just a, a first of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of that. We went to State of Caribbean Beach. It was a, it was a blast. It was, I mean, I, that's why I got my first pin. I started collecting Disney trading pins then. Yeah. You know, uh, it was man, we had a great time. I have so many memories from that trip. Yeah, I bet being at Caribbean Beach for the first time, like just seeing, I mean, I love Caribbean Beach now, and um, you know some of the updates that they've made have been great. And um, I can't imagine going in as going there as a kid. Like when we went as a kid, we stayed um, off property. We stayed in some cool places, but. Um, but yeah, I can't, can't even imagine that at 12 going and being like, wow, this is, uh, <laughs> this, this is a neat place. So funny story. Uh, we, it, it has nothing really to do with the parks or anything, but it just happened have our own vacation. We, um, Caribbean beach has a, a lake or water, you know, mm-hmm. on whatever they call it lake. And you can rent, um, you can rent the boats out, the water sprites. And it, I remember watching like Michael Jackson and uh, Emmanuel Lewis, like, you know, who, who was Webster. And they were in the little, and like, I, we were like, oh my gosh, they got little boats oh, wow. at this. Oh, I can like, I can remember that vividly. Of, I don't know why they were together or where it was attached to, but. Uh, and so when we saw them, we're like, we gotta get on the boats. And so um, we we got the boats. That was cool. And then my dad wanted to take the whole family out, so we got a pontoon boat, like a deck boat kind of deal. And uh, and so I mean, the instructor telling all of us like only my dad could drive, and no yeah. one else could drive. So um, my dad's like, okay, when we get far enough away, like I'll let each each one of you boys stand at the wheel and and drive the boat. And so mm-hmm. we were like loving it so my older brother gets to go and then um and then it's my turn to go and then we turn around come back heading back and my younger brother gets to go drive and but we're getting closer back to return the dock back and my dad sit down because we're not, you're not supposed to be doing this but my brother my younger brother was upset that he didn't get enough time as me and my older brother so he's not letting go of the wheel and my dad is like let go of the wheel like go sit down and my mom, <laughs> brother's name's Jairus. She's like, Jairus, come sit down. And so he has one hand on the wheel. And he's like upset. He's, he's 10, 9, 10. He's like crying. I didn't get enough time. He's like holding the wheel. And my dad has the other side of the wheel. He's like, let go. And like they're <laughs> our boat. And we're watching this happen. We're like, we're at Disney World. We're fighting over who's going to drive the boat. Uh, it was just like this moment. Like, I can't believe my dad and my brother are fighting over who's going to drive. Uh, we laugh about it now, but my mom was like embarrassed, like, oh my gosh, people are watching us. It, it was, it's just a memorable moment that has nothing to do with like the magic of Disney. It's just my typical family, like, like dispute with a dad and a son and, you know, who gets enough to turn and it was my turn. And you, he got longer than I did. Uh, my dad was like, there's no fighting at Disney. Uh, <laughs> just, it was just a memorable moment that happened at caribbean beach <laughs> and now the whole world knows oh, yeah, there you go. This. <laughs> <laughs> well when you write your book about disney the, the, that'll be a, a whole a whole chapter to itself right yeah so, exactly yeah. Hey, no. and uh um yeah i mean i think uh you know even as with being positive disney dads i think we all 
know that there are definitely moments like that where it's uh, more more moments than um, more moments than not sometimes, um, depending on the trip and the uh, day. But uh, um, but uh, but that's good that you have those that you can laugh, go back and laugh at. Not not ones that you want to like block out and uh, and be like. No, it was magical. I don't remember that other part. Yeah. So, um, but uh, I, I will, I haven't, I think I mentioned this on another episode, but I highly, highly recommend anywhere there's water and there's boats available for rent, do it. Um, because like it's those opportunities are kind of going away a little bit at, at Disney. Like they, you know, on the rivers of America, they used to have, canoes that you could be out in and the Mike Fink keel boats. And um, I, I didn't realize that I was on one of those, but I've, I've had like a video from 1991 of being on one of those. But um, when we went to Fort Wilderness, we rented some of those boats and you can like drive all the way over to like very close to like the Magic Kingdom. You just, you know, got to not run into the ferry boats and, and whatnot. Um, but it's right. just a whole nother view of everything um, from, you know, from a totally different perspective. And um, so wherever you are, whether that's there or somewhere else, um, it's, it's, it's not that expensive um, in terms of like, you know, something that you would do at Disney. Like you could, you can rent the boats for half an hour to an hour for about the same price that would be like a, you know, really fancy, you know, one of the higher end restaurants that you go to. So, um, so yeah. How did that come Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, so where are some of the places that, that you've stayed, um, you know, on, on various trips that you've gone on? Yeah, we've uh, so my first trip was at Caribbean Beach. Um, stayed at Saratoga Springs, which is right up there of my favorites. Uh, stayed at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Bay Lake Tower, Oakeed West, and uh, the rest were off property. Um, have been on property. My my family, my brothers and my parents, they've stayed at various other resorts, but those are the ones I've stayed at. Okay. Um, I love, we love Saratoga. It feels, um, it just feels very like to us, it feels like your own vacation. Um, it's green. It has the water there. Disney Springs is a stone's throw away. Um, it's the golf course, though I don't golf. It's just a very spacious, you just like the feel of it. Um, yeah. When when we want that that Disney feel, like we're in Disney World with Animal Kingdom Lodge or Bay Lake Tower for us, like mm-hmm. feels like you're getting this because you're at Disney. Like Saratoga, we can just go there. Like if we're gonna have a timeshare experience and just mm-hmm. love the. Um, but we uh, if we want like man, we want to feel like we're in Disney. It will be Bay Lake Tower. We're DVC members or at least our family group owners. So we always, always stay in DVC, a Disney vacation club, which in villas and uh, that sort of, that's your, now that's, 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 that's become our norm. So that's what we kind of expect. So yeah. you, you said, okay, well, kind of got to stay there um, unless the resources, but it's an easy way to plan out your vacations and set, that's how we get to set it in our budget with a, uh, Disney Vacation Club and staying in villas, but yeah, those are um, those are our go-to. Would be Saratoga or Animal Kingdom Lodge. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The um, yeah, I like. I've only stayed in Saratoga once. Um, Old Key West a couple times, and like those two places, um, they have like extra large rooms. So, like you said, you, you know, you feel like you're on on vacation there and um i think one of the lesser known things about like animal kingdom lodge is like that um 
at least used to, you could like it was, it's not always this way, but on occasion you can like find, uh, it's considered like a deluxe resort, but you, on occasion you can find, you know, pretty good deals on rooms mm -hmm. there on a one-off basis. So it's not, um, it's not as unattainable as maybe, you know, some, you know, some may think, you know, or, um, if you put it in the class with like the Polynesian and stuff that the Polynesian can get very expensive. Um, but, uh, the, uh, but have had the chance to stay at uh, animal kingdom lodge. And I, I just love there like going into like all the nooks and things like that. And like, it, it seems like every time that I go there, you can find like a new balcony or something like that to go stand on. Some of them are not like, conducive to actually doing anything once you get there but i appreciate you know, finding them and um that there's some you know something to explore um, yeah in each of those um have you done i know they have some tours and things like that that they do have you ever done any of the tours while you were there uh at animal kingdom lodge or in general yeah. just i guess in any any of them i think you know we they have a few at a few of the different resorts there um like key west okay west so we did the Kingdom um, storyteller, so it's a nighttime, nighttime uh, like camp, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but they had a fire. You do marshmallows, and they have a storyteller that I can't remember what from what African country that the storyteller, at least the, the one we had originated from, but they tell you a African-based story that is kind of a common story in Africa or the country from Africa. Um, but it has to do with animals, and uh, so that wasn't a it wasn't necessarily a tour, but it was one of those like you can bring your family to cause this is this nominal fee for the s'mores and sit there and mm -hmm. you get closer to the, the ground level. Again, that's what it was post COVID. Who knows how things change? Um, I want to do the tours. Uh, I'm getting on the, on the way more like want to know as my kids would say the nerdy side of Disney. Like I yeah. want to know on the scenes not that they're not but they would rather spend that money on like like the not so scary chris uh not so scary halloween bat bash boo bash mm -hmm. like they or those experiences mm -hmm. where i'm like no i want the keys to the magic kingdom like i want to do that i want to do the railroad experience yeah. like i want to do the jungle uh the safari track at animal kingdom it's not that they don't want to do that but they would just rather do other like they'd rather go surfing at Typhoon Lagoon, like like that, or or the, before park opens. So we're we're getting there because once you once for us we go so much for for so much we go once a year. You've ridden all the rides unless there's something new. I want to do something different. Um, my kids are still not there yet. They're like, no, I just want to. I'll no, they want to do the things that they say. This is what I do. When I go to Disney. I do these where I'm kind of going on a path with now, like, I want to do something new. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there as they age and more solo trips, my wife and I will be able to do that um, without hearing like, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, we want them to have this the vacation there. They hope to have as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll put ours on the back burner for a little while. Because we only have them so many years, right? They're yeah. only going. They're only going to be, whatever age they are for that year. So we uh, we fully understand, as they get older, the Disney trip will change. So we embrace when they're still in like the, the wide-eyed Disney, kid moment. Like mm -hmm. that's, be there. So, we can put ours to the side for a while. And, like my son was, very into the Star Wars, like all into star wars say that for the lightsaber has all the kyber crystals did the experience and we just let him like fully go at it like carry he carried the saber around all the parks mm -hmm. that he wanted to and uh you know but when he gets 1920 he may not want to do that he may be like no nah, dad i don't, don't want to do that anymore so he fully embraced like all right dude go ahead like uh so that's, I guess that's part of being a Disney dad too, just not having the kids experience they are seeing in their eyes and not the way we want them to. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah but long answer for i have not done the tours yeah. but, <laughs> and i want to i will though yeah and there's um there's some free ones that are available like it that or were and i'm talking as if they're definitely going to come back i don't know if they will um yet but uh like animal kingdom lodge like if you went there like early in the morning to the lobby it'd be like somebody that would give you like a tour of like animal kingdom lodge or something i never made it there so i don't know what it entailed right. but uh, that was i did one for wilderness lodge and that was fun so that's, maybe you can yeah. get out there before they want to get up and that's like your thing you yeah. know that you can can do there lodge is the lobby like the grand entrance like Fort Wilderness has one too. You walk in, you're like, oh my gosh. Kidani mm -hmm. Village is not as grand as Jumbo House at mm -hmm. Animal Lodge, but that is that is one of the ones where like you were talking about the nooks and crannies and the great fireplace there and the staircases that kind of like where does this staircase go? Let's yeah. I don't know. Walk on it. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's one that uh is definitely should, I think people should visit. Yeah. And um, I had a direction that I was going to go with that. Oh, I was going to say, um, yeah, I think we're, we're getting to like some of those points where like we um, are showing some of our voice, like what some of the experiences are at Disney and then other things we have to um, remember that they need to determine what some of their things are too. Cause like, we're always about, we're all about popcorn and like the popcorn refills and cause it's the cheapest you know, snack and we love popcorn. They love popcorn. Um, but I truly didn't understand popcorn and the Disney popcorn until my, um, you know, my in-laws got a box of popcorn for my son and he just loved it. Yeah. You know, I didn't know he liked popcorn and I didn't know that Disney popcorn was, you know, the thing that it is and yeah. now I love it too. So, um, but like my one son, he'll always want cotton candy. And I'm like, well, you can get cotton candy everywhere, but on occasion I'll be um, like, okay, you can get that in place of whatever, you know, don't you want like a Mickey bar? You know, something that's Mickey shit. No, but he's like, but that, but that is special to him. Like that's the thing that he wants in the park. So um, I've got to remember that to um you know when don't give it to him all the time but uh, uh definitely um you know when it's time for to provide like a treat or something like that try to not talk them out of the thing that they want to try and be like no this is more disney to get the yeah <laughs> um and i'm sure we'll get to the uh, hyper crystals and um everything to uh we haven't gone to that that point yet but my um my other son um michael k who's a blogger that many people know has an episode when he where he goes on the star wars uh, cruise and he watches that constantly um we don't um if we, if we let him he'd be he watch it every day um right like changing the kyber you know, he's like he's yeah <laughs> he's learning and so uh, we'll be um we'll be there at some point but not quite yet but <laughs> oh um, yeah well i mean you get here <laughs> and, um uh, what are i guess um some of the things that like your family enjoys most whether that's like traditional attractions and things like that or things that people wouldn't think of um to go do around the parks or even around the resorts and stuff yeah um we something like you said we we always traditional thing is we we always eat at um like certain locations even if you eat them all the time it's just like you know, there's if you're on Facebook groups or you follow like Twitter posts, like people say, "What's your your must dos?" And I think Disney really drove that home when they had the the Disney must dos. Yeah, Evan, um, they don't show it anymore. But uh, so for it's us, it's on a secret channel. You go up to like set channel seventy four. 
and it's okay. there. Okay. Well, it we says missed... it's in Spanish, but it's really not right now. Yeah. But... All right. Fix that. But yeah, the must-dos. Uh, so the, the bolding must-dos are um, we we eat at Cosmic Rays. There's other places to eat, but we eat at Cosmic Rays. Uh, we Magic Kingdom. We get a Cimarron at Gaston's Tavern. Um, my wife gets a Starbucks mug uh, for one one of them that she doesn't have. Uh, so we do that. Um, we get popcorn for sure. We um, we always get a magnet to put on our fridge. Mm -hmm. um, we have from when we first went from our honeymoon all the way up to now. Nice. We have magnet. Um, so it's a really small token, really small, like six bucks, mm -hmm. but we all get out. Um, we always do a group photo picture at one of the icons in front of one of the icons. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the, we always eat at Flame Tree at Animal Kingdom. I mean, there's ice that we're like, oh, we have to do that kind of deal. But these are things that, um, that we talk about all year like oh man i can't wait to go back to flame tree and have the yeah. ribs and we split it like we all get our own meal but it's like oh we all just want to taste some of it mm -hmm. uh, my wife has to get a dole whip like my kids know that like we just like we gotta go to adventureland and we gotta go. <laughs> um so there's things like that i i get another toy story pin or star wars pin the trading pins like we all just know that that's going to be thing. The cool thing now is to see how our kids have their own. So my son is to start like he was supposed to get he was supposed to get one Kyber crystal every trip, but he went and bought all of them. So now he has now he has them all. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, they all have their thing. Like they want to go do the trading pins, or Dad, I gotta get a um, a churro. Like. Mm -hmm. we, those are those things that we get. My wife's like, did you get your churro? Did you make sure you did that um, for us? And um, one of the things that we, it, we do it now, but it wasn't in the rhythm of our trips earlier was to have uh, a day where we don't go to the parks, mm -hmm. um, which sounds kind of backwards. Cause you're like, you go to the Disney World, go to the parks, but we end up not one trip when they were small, like we just cannot go to another park. Like we had a meltdown one day and we're like, we're just not going to go. We're just going to, but I ended up being one of the, one of the best days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so it kind of went against what you think when you go, especially mm -hmm. if you're four day vacations uh, for what we could afford. And so it was like, we got to get all four parks in all four days. And my wife's like, let's do five days and not go to the park one day. Yeah, uh, and that really like put a, a trip into another level. To now, when my kids expect like, hey, we're, you know, what are we gonna do when we don't go to the park? Like, we're gonna go to Disney Springs, and we're gonna, go, you know, so it's just in the rhythm of our trip to not go to the park, and they actually look forward to it because they're not, you're not, you're not being governed by ride times and dining reservations and. Mm -hmm. uh, Get on the monorail and we got to make it from this time we got to hop from here to there it's just it puts the vacation in vacation mode like yeah. like a, um a level so i recommend that if you can if you can do it or swing it or even half a day some some families have to do it because of their family dynamics with kids age and my kids can go all day they go we've we've done open and close many times they can go go um but now it's just in our rhythm of our family that we look forward to the day we don't go to the park and we go to Disney Springs and just go slow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, those are some of the things we look forward to in the parks and kind of our tra tradition kind of deal um, for us as a family. Nice. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I think that that piece of it is, it's always good. Like it, if you're on a limited time frame trip, um, you know, getting to go to Disney Springs. Like some people, that's when you would go like get whatever special item or treat or whatever it is like at the World of Disney or whatnot. And when you're trying to like jam that in at the end of a park day or something like that, um, right, especially like right now um, and even 
you know, normal time, whatever normal time is going to look like now. Um, you know, the, the buses or the transportation may not necessarily run exactly how you thought it might. Um, that, and just, you know, the other day I was trying to go to Disney Springs and I realized, yeah, there's not a bus from the Magic Kingdom in the middle of the day to get to Disney Springs. Um, so I had to go to, I had to walk to the Contemporary and then get on a bus and then, <laughs> right. and there were a lot of people waiting to go to get to Disney Springs because apparently a lot of other people were doing that too. So it took longer to get there. And then, um, but if you were trying to do that while you're, you know, on your, one of your park days, that could get a little stressful. So that's very wise, I would say. So, um, but, uh, um, yeah. And, um, what are some things, I guess, that you mentioned, like, things that you want to get to know about the parks. What do you think is like a, I guess, a Disney history fact or things like that, that uh, is one of your favorites or one that you think most people wouldn't know or, um, um, and when we're talking to Disney fans, it might be that people know, who knows, but, um, or just like, uh, um, not describing this very well, but just like an attribute of, um, I get you. Kind of, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I, one of the things I like to do, like, I like to hear other people talk in the parks and to see if they know what they're talking about. So you hear a lot of misinformation where people are like, oh, like the, the windows on, Mag on Main Street and people will say, oh, those names are, you know, they'll get some part of it right and then some part of it wrong. Like, oh, these names were for this people and this is for that people. And like Walt Disney lived in the fire station uh, uh, above, I was like, well, at Disneyland, yes. But so like, I like to hear mm -hmm. that. Um, but one of the things that I, we were, Tower Terror is my favorite uh, attraction at Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. It's very most my favorite attraction. Um, but, uh, and so we were talking about the ride sequence and how it all is all timed. Mm -hmm. And one of our trips, one of our rides there, our drop sequence was way longer than the previous times. So I was explaining, and if you didn't know that, how, do, how does that happen? Why is that the case of happening? Um, is that the, the system, the ride system is timed. We all, like, we understand that there's moving elevators from free up to up and then turning and coming down. But if there is a lag in the system, that cart that's actually in the ride drop sequence could be longer to make up for time to get the carts where they're supposed to be. Uh, instead of just sitting, like if there's a cart already sitting at the bottom at the preload and it, you know, you go and you share so many, so many unload from one shaft, your drop sequence just may be a little longer to yeah. buy or time. Uh, and so that's kind of built into the system to shave time from the, how the ride flows. And so you may think, oh, like we were special. Oh, we were, you know, we got the longer drop. Well, no, they're just, they're just creating more time. So you're going <laughs> to sequence because wherever the car is in the, in the cycle. Um, and, and then knowing the history of, of that ride, that the very first one was one drop. Like when we went, it was just up, down, done. Uh, and if you watch it, if you watch the documentaries about how they, how they stumbled upon that they could do this in a ride sequence was in their testing. You know, when they actually test the elevator system, it, it's multiple times, like, you know, mm -hmm. stop and go, stop. And they're like, well, couldn't we just add that into the ride element? And like, wow, yeah, I guess so. I guess we could. And that became part of their system on accident, not on purpose, not like, hey, how can we spice this up? It was more like, oh, I wonder if we can add this element. And they're like, oh yeah, it's just programming. We can we can add it. And then then it became this thing that it is now. Like, oh, we can actually use it to save time to make the ride go faster or load in out and faster. Um, other things that we, we talked about before were like Roger Rabbit, that you can see, like he was supposed to be the next Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. uh, so at Hollywood Studios, which was MGM Studios, you can still see elements 
it's getting fewer and fewer uh, as the park changes, but there's a bit that are still at Hollywood Studios. And that was one of my favorite movies growing up was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And uh, he just kind of, sh- you know, he was like there and then, then he's gone. Like, because uh, they just went left. They were like, okay, whatever reason why they didn't use Roger. But you can still see elements of that yeah. at, um, at Hollywood Studios. Um, but yeah, the Tower of Terror is one of those. Um, there's one that I want to know more about and I've learned more. If you have Disney Plus, there's a show uh, about uh, Animal Kingdom, about the animals there, mm-hmm. how to take care of them. And we, there's, if you're going to Safari at Animal Kingdom, the uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, there's elements within that whole thing experience that I have questions like, the chains on the road is that to knock off the dirt on the on the tires or is that to stop the animals you know you, if you go over you roll over these chains a lot boots mm-hmm. uh, and how they're like the height perspective and if the animal really wanted to get out could it get out like or you know your disney answer was like oh no this is a safe environment and there's no possible way but there's a reason why there's bathroom doors only at animal kingdom and not at other parks and that's in case if an animal gets out that you actually <laughs> Uh, you won't find bathroom doors at the other parks. Um, but there's all those elements as they sw- change the storyline where it was about saving a load of red and the poachers. Why'd you guys say? And in the bridge, they used to take, like, did the bridge break down? Like, or was that riot element? People didn't care about it. Did it get too jo- like jostly? They got too much like dinosaur for the grandma who want to be like a safari ride. And now she's like, getting jostled around like those are the kind of questions I have um that I could go find the answer but I would rather like talk to an Imagineer or talk to somebody and say oh this is what that is and that's what that's for and this is what that's for like what's real when you go to safari I always am looking like oh that tree's fake or that anthill is not a real anthill or those elements um with that and just little facts of mirrors in the bathrooms at magic kingdom you won't find the like you're rare to find them and why they took mirrors away or they only put one mirror there's no mirrors in front of the sinks because people take a longer time there's a mirror in front of the sink they stand there longer yeah like oh, i tell That's my wife dance and do the floss in front of the mirror yeah but, exactly yeah. uh the uh those little things where i like oh man did you know did you know my wife's like no i didn't know that or you already told me that one uh where I love all those little facts, but I, I got the most question. I have the most questions about uh, the Kilimanjaro Safari. safari. Yeah. Just nuances to make that work seamlessly, and uh, a lot of questions. Yeah, I um, there is uh, someone who, as many of like like you said, those documentaries and things like that that I've watched. Like you said, there's always questions to be answered and um, which is cool that there's still things out there to be like you, you just mentioned several things that I did not know about the Tower of Terror, even though I've watched umpteenth like History Channel and, you know, the old Travel Channel um, yeah. um, documentaries where they talk about, you know, in brief summaries, you know, some of the uh, elements of those rides and how they um, were put together and what the Imagineers did and, and such. Um, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I have that question too. Of like, um, because uh, someone asked that, like, hey, what about the bridge shaking and like that, that element of the ride? And they're like, oh, that was gone like X number of years ago. And I'm like, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was gone that long. Yeah, I remember it up to, you know, a certain point, but I can't remember like from my adult trips when. <laughs> I can't remember if it was there when I did my first adult trip there or not, because there's a gap. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, one of the newer things that came, uh, they like started building this little like shack type section that was toward the end of the mm-hmm. safari. Um, so I got to watch that being like built and that was really cool. And then like in the, um, I think in one of the specials, either that or we just um, saw it on the ride. 
and I might be mixing those two together, but I was watching like the animal, um, animal kingdom specials on Disney plus and learning about, you know, some of those things and the animals and, um, that they had like pygmy goats that were going to be in mm-hmm. there. I can't remember if I saw it on the special first or saw them in, in there first. I'm like, okay, that's what that's for. But I was right. like, this is breaking this. Yeah. You know, I had like a blurred pic. I got my phone out real quick and like had like a blurred picture of it. I'm like, I'm going to capture this before anybody else. Yeah. Cause this is new. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, there's always, uh, there's always something new to explore. And, and Joe Rody, if you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, message us, let us know. Um, we'd love to come. We'll come talk. We'll both come talk to you and, um, yeah. we'll buy lunch or, or something, you know, but, um, but love uh, that. we won't make, we won't talk anything about fixing the Yeti. Um, no, maybe I, I, I won't, I, I can only promise for me, but, uh, so. Um, I was experienced it when it was in full operation. Uh, I know it was brief, but like it was, it was awesome. It was awesome yeah. to see that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're getting a little bit uh, close to our time here. Um, so while I would love to continue to talk on many different topics, and I'm sure we will in the future here. Um, through the through that Disney Dads um, club on Clubhouse and otherwise, um, I'll go ahead and wrap things up here with the question. Uh, question I've been asking all the dads is just what would be some suggestions that you would have for other Disney dads um, to just help them have a more positive experience with Disney, whether that's in the parks or or otherwise, um, you know, with their families. Yeah, uh, I would I would say that to steal the line from uh from Walt Disney himself and um uh, what's the name? meet the Robinsons like to have that attitude of keep moving forward um and and, and being a dad when you're at the parks when you're with your family or, you know considering yourself to be a Disney dad that uh dwelling on past mistakes dwelling on on negativity that can come your way in your own thoughts or just the world. I mean, in this world, we will have trouble. Like there's, there's things that are guaranteed in this world. Um, one is taxes. If you live in you know, the United States, you don't live off the grid taxes, uh, and trouble, like trouble is going to come. Like you, yeah. you get, have, but trouble if will you're find. off the grid, I'm sure they'll go find you and, and get the taxes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, and um, so you're going to have that, but to not dwell on it, to not stay, don't, do not make a, um, a mountain of a molehill, don't make a moment last a lifetime, especially a negative moment, last a lifetime. The positive ones hold on to, but the negative stuff, um, keep moving forward. I would, it's something that I, I don't say to my kids, hey, keep moving forward, but that attitude of, your better days are are before you and not behind you. Um, and to, to be, to wherever, as best as you can set the, a good example for your family and for others, it's better to live in positivity than negative. Even if you're a half full kind of person, like, or negative comes easy to you. I'm, I'm bent way more to positive. Somebody has to point out the negative to me to really understand, Oh, that's something negative. I just, I'm more of a positive thinking person wired uh, where I know some people aren't, they think more negatively. Uh, just an example, my kid, we, me and my son were driving, we were driving somewhere, dropping him off to one of his friends and a car, two cars ahead of us were at a stoplight and the driver gets out their car and they, uh, they actually left something on the trunk and it was still on the trunk and so they could grab it. So my son, he sees the person out of the car and the first thing he thought in his mind was, I hope they don't come like hurt somebody. Yeah. And my first thought was uh, like, I hope the car didn't break down. Like, you know, I'm thinking negative in a sense of hope something, hope something bad doesn't happen to them. Yeah. He's thinking of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we see the same experience. We watch the same thing, but we have two different 
reactions to it. And so I'm always encouraging of like, man, think the positive um, and keep moving forward. So I, I would encourage that when you're in the parks, roll with it. Uh, you know, a rainy day at Disney is better than a rainy day at home. Uh, bad flu service at Disney is better than bad flu service at home. So yeah. the, the things don't go your way um, for what, the guest experience to working with cast members to just something not happening the way you want it. Like roll, roll with it and make turn a negative into a positive as much as possible. Because uh, that's more attractive. People want to be around positivity and things come better that way. So keep moving forward for sure. Don't dwell in the past uh, and the stakes. Another, another one that's a Disney movie I love. It's my favorite. It's National Treasure. Nicholas King. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bill, uh, ben Franklin, that he didn't, you know, he didn't fail at making the light bulbs uh, nine, 199 times. He just found out those were ways not to make a light bulb. He only needed to find one way. Uh, and that's the same thing in life. Not the negative. Let's not dwell on those negative things that come your way when you're looking for them or not looking for them. Let's, let's focus on the positive and move forward with that. Uh, so that's how I carry my energy in my life. And I try to do that with my family uh, and, and make the most of it. Make the most of life. Like you only get this one go around, so let's make the most of it and not dwell on the negative part of it. So yeah, that was that would be me in the parks, and that's me here in Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> make my way. Well, uh, I think those are good words to live by. I had that sh that shirt on the "Keep Moving Forward" shirt, uh, um, and yes, that is the sequence where they're like, you know, sparklers and fireworks and things of uh, emphasizing "Keep Moving Forward" um, is uh, you know definitely. Um, something that I think we should definitely live by. And um, yeah, just uh, perseverance and, and, and all that we do. Um, yeah. So I definitely appreciate those points. And um, so we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. Um, if you want to tell everybody again, where they can find you uh, just as a reminder and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on all the social media platforms, Besides tech, uh, besides Snapchat, I'm not on Snapchat, uh, but it's Dione, D-I-O-N-E. Our last name is Bolding, B-O-W-L-D-I-N-G. And I'm the second. If you put, don't put the second, you're going to get my father, who looks like me, but he's not me. Uh, so right. we have the same son. He's on, he, well, he's on Facebook. So, um, but yeah, Dione, Bolding, second. So like the two Roman numeral eyes. And um, I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, again, I pastor a church, buoycitychurch.com. If you look there, fca.com is what I do as full-time work. And I'm Disney. I love Disney. I, I, I do. I, it's one of the things that's, that is, if I give you just a glance around this garage, you're like, okay, he loves Disney. Uh, <laughs> It's all in me, around me. So yeah, that's how you can get a hold of me. Follow me. Or follow Scott. Or if you can't find me, just go to the Adventure Dad's um, Instagram, and I'm one of the followers there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love to. Let me know, and I'll get you connected for sure. And uh, um, one of the things I'll say um, there, he has an amazing um, Disney mug collection. Uh, which you can find with some inspiring words every day. Um, so that's, that's been um, a great, you know, positive motivation for me throughout my days, whether you know, not um, Disney days or not. Um, right. Uh, that's something you can find on his Instagram every day and uh, coupled normally with a Disney mug. There's occasions where they're not, they're not Disney related, but, but most of them are. Um, and uh, yeah. And uh so, um, and I, I just want to say, I appreciate what you're doing uh, with the FCA as well. Uh, FCA was a big part of my life um, growing up and stuff. I was not an athlete, but I still participated in the FCA. Um, and you don't have to be an athlete to uh, participate in FCA. So go join all you, if there's any kids listening to this, then, or parents that want your kids to uh, get that uh, positive outlook, go yep. join. FCA um, and enjoy that experience 
uh, in the schools. So, um, and thanks for making that possible. So, um, but uh, we'll wrap up here and uh, just say what we normally say. Um, and oh, sorry. Um, and uh, you can find us Dads of Adventure on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and now Clubhouse at Dads of Adventure. The club is Disney Dads on um, there is a dads of adventure one as well you can join that i'm not actively doing something with that right now but the disney dads one we're um you know starting to have conversations there so uh join us there i am on tiktok under dads of adventure you're gonna have to maybe teach me some more about yeah. TikTok. i have about three videos on there um oh. i tried some things they didn't quite work out so we'll see um yeah but so if you have any suggestions you know, let me know but uh um the uh um or maybe not maybe i just need to close the account but uh um anyway um then we have again if you're listening here you can also see us on the dreams magic adventure youtube page um and video format and if you're watching you can uh listen to this in podcast format on your favorite podcast app um which will soon include uh, google podcasts as soon as i get that set up um and then um uh, uh, dadsadventure.com i think i mentioned already but um close out how we normally do um and say go have an adventure with your family and uh, thank you uh, for joining me again and uh, we'll talk soon bye guys <laughs>